In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom, and I'm glad to be with you today. Let me tell you this. The church is in need of prophets. We have priests, but the prophet balances the priest, and the priest balances the prophet. And prophecy, the Lord says, he doesn't do anything without revealing it to his prophets. We saw with Elijah that the prophets knew that he was going to be taken up that day. God had revealed it to the prophets. Let me tell you about the prophets. There are the big prophet, and then around the big prophet are little prophets. That's the way it is. When you go to the Holy Land and go to the tomb of Hosea, I believe, you see the big prophet, and around there's like a circle of little prophets that are there with him. How we need the prophetic word. I'm reading from Amos 8. The time is surely coming, says the Lord God, when I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread or of water or of thirst, but a famine of hearing the words of the Lord. Are we living in that time today? Who's preaching the word of the Lord? If you know someone that's preaching him, you need to go up to that person and say, thank you, Father, for preaching the word of God. We needed to hear it today. I'll never forget many years ago, way before I was a priest, I went to Mass in Lynn, and the priest said, it's too hot to preach. I am sending a famine on the Word of God. No need of that. I went up to him afterwards and said to him, Father, I needed to hear something today. If only you said, Jesus loves you people, that would have been enough. The priest said, well, thank you very much for telling me that. Oh, yes. They shall wander from sea to sea and from north to east, seeking the word of the Lord, but they shall not find it. Again, if your pastor, your priest, is preaching the word of God, go up to him and encourage him. We are living in the word of God famine. So many places do not preach the Word of God. There's a parish in the Archdiocese of Boston last week who had the gay flag out saying, we are for gay pride. I tell you, there's no Word of God being preached there. There's the Word of the world, gay pride. Remember, the Lord says, I will send a famine on the land, not of bread, not of thirst, not of water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. They shall wander from sea to sea, from north to east, 
They shall run to and fro, seeking the word of the Lord, but they shall not find it. That's scary, because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. How we need the prophet to preach, how we need the priest to preach, how we need people to preach and let people know about the Lord Jesus Christ. I remember seeing the uh, bumper sticker, the one with most toys at the end of his life won the battle. That's stupid. You don't take any toys with you. You don't take your Cadillac with you. You better have a heart for God because he loves you and he's with you and he's got plans for you. He wants to do something wonderful in your life. But you've got to let him. If you do not let him, he'll just pass you by. He'll pass you by. Reach out and touch the Lord, for he's walking by you. Reach out and touch the Lord. Reach out and touch the Lord, for he is near. He's not too very busy to hear your heart's cry. He is passing by this moment, your need to supply. Take it. He reached out and touched the Lord as he goes by. Reach out and touch the Lord. Reach out and touch the Lord. Reach out and touch the Lord as he goes by. He's not too very busy to hear your heart's cry. He is passing by this moment, your need to supply, reach out and touch the Lord, for he is going by. Oh yes, how we need people to tell us things like that in the midst of darkness. The world is so dark, but the light is the gospel. The light is the Eucharist. The light is the church. Oh yes, the church is the light of God. And you know what? I need there to be more light in the church. I need more light in my ministry. Not my ministry, it's the Lord's ministry. I need more light in the Lord's ministry. I need it. You might say, how do you get it? Reach out and touch the Lord. Ask for it, and it will be given to you. Ask for it, and it will be given to you. If you don't ask, you won't receive. I want the light of God to fill my being. I want to be filled with the peace of God. I want to be filled with the joy of God. I want to be filled with the love of God. I want to be filled with the hope of God. I'm reading from the fourth chapter of Second Kings, verse 38. When Elisha returned to Gilgal, there was a famine in the land. Now, this is the famine of bread. As the company of prophets was sitting before him, he said to his servant, Pull the large pot on and make some stew for the company of the prophets. One of them went out into the field to gather herbs. He found a wild vine gathered from it a lapful of wild gourds and came and cut them up into the pot of the stew, not knowing what they were. They served some for the men to eat, but while they were eating the stew, they cried out, 
O man of God, there is death in the pot. They could not eat it, he said. Then bring some flour. He threw in the pot and said, Serve the people and let them eat, for there is nothing harmful in the pot. You see, prophet has power. Prophet has power. Give me some flour. I'm going to put some flour in the pot. And my putting it in will make the stew good. I don't think if I put it in, it wouldn't have become good. It was the prophet who had to put it in. Oh, yes, the prophet is so necessary in these days. A man came from Baal Shal Isha, bringing food from the first fruits of the man of God, 20 loaves of barley and fresh ears of grain in his sack. Elisha said, give it to the people and let them eat. But the servant said, how can I set this before a hundred people? So he repeated, give it to the people and let them eat. For thus says the Lord, they shall eat and have some left over. He set it before them and they ate and some was left according to the word of the Lord. This is what Jesus did several times. The scripture said there were 5,000 men, not counting the women and children. Jesus is the perfect priest who offers himself on the cross, prophet who preaches the word of God, who is the word of God, and he's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Oh, yes, that's Jesus. How we need to preach Jesus during these days because it's necessary for salvation. The cross is necessary for salvation. Coming to the cross brings us salvation. As he died upon the cross, from his heart came blood and water. Being washed in the precious blood brings salvation to people. Who preaches the blood? Who preaches the cross? St. Paul said, I desire to know nothing among you but Jesus Christ and him crucified. Oh, yes. He went to the Corinthians and said that after he had preached the resurrection to some philosophers and had only a few converts. He learned when he went to Corinth after that, I decided to know nothing but Jesus Christ and him crucified. What do we know? Do we have a do we have a special knowledge of something else? There is no special knowledge of something else. People come to me with books and they call it the Christ life, but you'll never find the cross in there. It's new age. Christ life. Oh yes. You can tell if it's Christian if they exalt the cross and the resurrection. You can tell if it's Christian if they exalt the cross and the resurrection. Chapter 5 of Second Kings. Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Aram, was a great man in high favor with his master because by him the Lord had given victory to Aram. The man, though a mighty warrior, suffered from leprosy. Now... The Armenians, on one of their raids, had taken 
a young girl captive from the land of Israel. This young girl is the star. She knows. She knows about the prophet. She knows that the prophet brings healing. This young girl is the star of the experience that we're reading about. And she served Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, If only my lord were with the prophet who was in Samaria, that's Elisha, he would cure him of his leprosy. So Naaman went in and told his lord just what the girl from the land of Israel had said. And the king of Aram said, Go then, and I will send along a letter with the king of Israel. He thinks the king is the one that's going to heal the king of Israel. It's politics. We'll see what the king of Israel does. He went taking with him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, ten sets of garments. He brought the letter to the king of Israel, which read, When this letter reaches you, know that I have sent to you my servant Naaman, that you may cure him of his leprosy. The king has no power to cure him. Let's see what the king does. When the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes and said, Am I a god to give death or life that this man sends word to me to cure a man of leprosy? See, the king knew he had no power. Bring him to the prophet. Bring him to the prophet. Bring him to the prophet. Bring him to Elisha. Yes. Just look and see how he is trying to pick a quarrel with me. The king thinks that Damon is trying to pick a quarrel with him, but the Naaman doesn't realize that it's the prophet's role to bring healing, not the king. Not the king. Let's continue. But when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, he sent a message to the king. Why have you torn your clothes? Let him come to me, that he may learn that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and chariots and halted at the entrance of Elisha's house. Elisha sent a message to him, saying, Go wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh will be restored and you shall be clean. Now the Jordan is a muddy river. Go wash in the Jordan. What do you think he's going to say? But Naaman became angry and went away saying, I thought that for me he would surely come out and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and would cure me of the leprosy. So he had a preconceived idea. People have come to me and said, I'm looking for healing emotionally. I said, have you been praying about it? Yes. I said, you need to go to a doctor. But I've been praying about it. The doctor has helped for you. The doctor has helped for you. When you keep on praying for something emotional and it doesn't heal, you go to the doctor. You go to the doctor. Are not the Abana and the Papar rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? Could it not? Could he not wash in them and be clean? 
he turned and went away in a rage. But the servants approached and said to him, Father, if the prophet had commanded you to do something difficult, would you have done it? How much more when he said to you, Wash and be clean in the Jordan. So he went down and immersed himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the word of the man of God. His flesh was restored like the flesh of a young boy, and he was clean. Why? Because he did what the prophet told him to do. He was saying to himself, the prophet's going to come up to me, wave his hands around me, call on his God, and I'll be healed. He was telling God how he was going to be healed. But the prophet knew that he would be healed by going to the Jordan River and dipping in it seven times, dirty as it was. It's so interesting that we always have better ideas than God. It's so interesting that we always have better ideas than God. Then he returned to the man of God, he and all his company. He came and stood before him and said, Now I know that there is no God in the earth except Israel. He realized in faith that there was one God, the God of the Israelites, Yahweh. He was a pagan. Naaman was cured as a pagan. Let's continue. Please accept a present from your servant. But the prophet said, As the Lord lives, whom I serve, I will accept nothing. He urged him to accept, but he refused. Then Naaman said, If not, please let two mule loads of earth be given to your servant, Holy Land, so that when I offer sacrifice, I'll be offering on Holy Land to the God of Israel. For your servant will no longer offer burnt offerings or sacrifice to any other except the Lord. But may the Lord pardon your servant on one account. When my master goes into the house of Rimmon to worship there, leaning on my arm, and I bow down in the house of Rimmon. When I do bow down in the house of Rimmon, may the Lord pardon your servant on this one count. He said to him, Go in peace. You see, the prophet is open-minded too. The prophet's open-minded. Let's continue. Elisha doesn't accept any of the gifts from Naaman. No gift. You shall know that there's a God in Israel, and I am a man of God. That's what you should learn, and that's what Naaman learned. But when Naaman had gone out from him a short distance, Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man of God, thought, My master has let that Armenian Naaman off too lightly by not accepting from him what he offered. As the Lord lives, I will run after him and get something out of him. Greed. Greed. My master wouldn't accept any of his gifts. I'm going to go get them. Greed. So Gehazi went after Naaman 
When Naaman saw someone running after him, he jumped down from the chariot to meet him and said, Is everything all right? He replied, Yes, but my master has sent me to say, Two members of a company of prophets have just come to me from the hill country of Ephraim. Please give me a talent of silver and two changes of clothes. Naaman said, Please accept two talents. He answered him and tied up two talents of silver in two bags and two changes of clothing and gave them to two of his servants who carried them in front of Gehazi. When he came to the citadel, he took the bags from them and stored them inside. He dismissed the men that he left. He went in and stood before his master. And Elisha said to him, Where have you been, Gehazi? He answered, Your servant has not gone anywhere at all. Lies. But he said to him, Did I not go with you in spirit when someone left his chariot to meet you? Is this the time to accept money and to accept clothing, olive orchards, vineyards, sheep and oxen, and male and female slaves? Therefore the leprosy of Naaman shall cling to you, Gehazi, and to your descendants forever. So he left his presence, leprous as white as snow. You see, the, the prophet knew that Gehazi was greedy. Greed is crazy. People come to me and say, I wish I had what so-and-so had. Listen, you have no idea the cross that so-and-so is carrying. No, you don't want what so-and-so has. You want to be thankful for what God has given you. Oh, yes. Can you ask for more? Yeah, you can ask for more. But don't be jealous over other people's things. It doesn't do anything for you. Thank God for what he's given you. And you say, well, he's not giving me anything. Well, that's a lie. You're breathing today. A lot of people aren't breathing today. He's given you the gift of breath. He's given you the gift of life. You are his, and he is yours, and he loves you, and he has plans for you. Oh, yes, don't be like Gehazi that was greedy. Don't be like him. Thank God for what you have. Do you have health? I want to tell you there are so many people I pray with that do not have health. They would want to take away all their money and give them health. If you have health, you've got God's gift to you. Everyone does not have health. I want to invite you people to the School of the Holy Spirit from July 17th to the 23rd of July. We are creating an atmosphere for the Holy Spirit to move in power. Come and learn how to prophesy, how to heal the sick, and how to set captives free. It's a school. And what do you do in a school? You learn. You learn. I don't know which school of the Holy Spirit. This is probably the eighth or the ninth school of the Holy Spirit that we've done. And then people go from the school 
and stop praying with the sick, stop praying with the sick and prophesy, and stop praying with the people that are stuck with demons. The School of the Holy Spirit from July 17th to the 23rd. I will be preaching at all the Masses. Maria Vadia will be there. William Wood will be there. Michael McDuffie will be there. And Michelle Akers. Michael and Michelle will be doing the music. How we need uh, to come and be schooled in the things of God. How we need to come and be schooled in the things of God. That's what you need, my friends. That's what I need. You say, you, but you've got things. I need more so that God would touch more people. I'm never satisfied. I'm grateful, but I'm never satisfied. There's awful more. God is not a piece of cake that if you get a big piece, I'll get a smaller piece. God is infinite, knows how to give all these good gifts to the people who serve him. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The School of the Holy Spirit will be held at the Crown, Crown Plaza Hotel in Woburn. I hope to see you there. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.